Hello, everyone, and welcome to Passionately Interested, a podcast where we discuss the things we're passionately interested in. I'm your spooky host, Curtis. And I'm your nerdy host, Nick. Uh, this one's going to get louder. I could already tell I was projecting a little bit more because my child <laughs> is currently not asleep yet. <laughs> we're recording early for shitty winter weather. Yeah. So this one might have extra background noise for both of us. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, sorry. It'll be fine. It happens. Though. Yeah, it does. Hey, man, when you got families and stuff, it's just how it goes. Very true. Except your your child has far more hair than mine does. And paws. And paws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're going to Disney soon. Yeah, two days. Really? Yep. You Fly leave Saturday? Saturday? Oh, yeah. man. I thought it was a little, like, at, at least four or five. No, we're flying out Saturday and coming back uh next saturday damn dude damn dude that's gonna be sick yeah i'm so excited for you it's gonna be a good trip yeah and you get to get away from whatever the hell our northern states are doing yeah i've been looking at the weather and it's like mid to high 80s wow (laughs) (laughs) well like uh last night so minecraft has this disney collaboration pack that you can buy like on on console you can buy a map that is a one-to-one scale recreation of magic kingdom mm-hmm. and like the rides are all interactive so you can actually go on the rides as if you were actually there and she was playing that last night and i was just wandering around i'm like god damn it nick you get to go see this shit for real <laughs> well see i've been uh on mc parks which is a Minecraft server where they built a one-to-one replica of Walt Disney World, Disneyland, mm-hmm. Universal, Bush Gardens. I believe they're in the process of doing Tokyo Disney, I want to say. Ooh, that one would and be like, cool. Same thing. The rides are all interactive. There's like merchandise and stuff you can buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the get- same one with Ember. She was able to buy like Mickey ears and stuff. Yeah, and the cool way is you get the money by riding rides. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's very cute. Yeah. So in in the spirit of you going to Disney, we had already mentioned this, so no one's going to be surprised. I'm going to let you go absolutely ham with your <laughs> Disney. Get it, get it all, get yourself revved up for it. I have a shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> for what? Uh, specifically for Galaxy's Edge. Okay. What are you looking for, it, like, when you go? I mean, hang on. Let me pull up my uh, actual, my list here. I, didn't, I haven't yeah. pulled it up in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that baby up. But, yeah, because the amount of stuff that Galaxy's Edge has that I want, mm-hmm. I had to be very specific about what I planned on getting. Right. So they don't take your wallet and absorb it by osmosis? I mean, they're gonna, but this will at least make it a little nicer. (laughs) (laughs) It'll, it's at least you're, you'll be slightly more prepared for the amount of money that you're about to spend. Yeah, and like throughout the planning phase, like I don't think people understand the level of Star Wars nerd and fan I am. Maybe not. Ever since Galaxy's Edge opened, I will routinely watch YouTube videos of people just going into Galaxy's Edge, going into the shops, and providing prices for things so that I can make a list. Okay. Hey, you know what? That's actually a really good idea, though. Like, legitimately. I have, 
And to make sure I've budgeted this correctly, I even have it broken out with Orlando sales tax. Oh, shit. Do they have a different sales tax? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Sales tax varies by state. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you said Orlando sales tax. So I, I felt like maybe Orlando had their own. Like there was a, one in Florida and then there was Orlando. Because that wouldn't surprise me. They've got so much uh, like entertainment stuff. They've got both Universal and Disney World so, in, that, in Orlando. So. <clears throat> they do, actually. They do have... Orlando does have a slightly higher sales tax than the base Florida sales tax. Those sneaky capitalists. Orlando's is 6.5%, whereas Florida's is a base of 6. Okay, dang, that's actually quite a difference. Like, yeah, they actually allow, doesn't sound like much, but... Florida actually allows local, local areas to up their sales tax by 1.5% above the state. Dang! You know, I... I truly am surprised that they're not like yeah 7.5 baby they said we could so we did you know part of me is like i'm surprised they didn't but then i go you know they have so much tourist drive there Mm -hmm. that they're already money is just funneled into this city it's just a constant river (laughs) yeah 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 it's like they don't want to be too greedy yeah (laughs) they want to be greedy enough that people won't notice yeah they don't want to be like "Ooh, we need all the money and then people don't come that'd be a problem yeah then there wouldn't be any of it left exactly so i i saw this on the news and i like i i was looking through i get a, a a feed of like news articles and stuff on my phone and i i scroll it every once in a while especially on days where we're going to record so i can see if there's anything interesting i want to talk about mm-hmm. and lo and behold completely themed with today's episode content i saw a an article that i have pulled up right now disney wants to build your dream neighborhood and no mickey mouse won't be the doorman thanks cnn i we that second part super useful hey they got to put some kind of humor in it yeah yeah otherwise people won't read it I saw, I saw a different one. I couldn't find it when I when I Googled it. It was on my phone, but it was something along the lines of, like, Mickey Mouse wants to be your landlord. <laughs> I felt that one was a little too on the nose for Disney. Yeah. So this article talks about how Disney ha- uh, announced on Wednesday that they plan to create multiple residential neighborhoods across the United States. The Well, I said that very, very weird voice inflection. United States, (laughs) the first, which is expected to break ground this year in Rancho Mirage, California. So they are planning to the first project in it's it's called their they're calling the project the story living project. So story living by Disney Mm -hmm. uh, will have about one thousand nine hundred residential units of varying types on the six hundred and eight eighteen acre property. So Disney bought 618, wow, I, I can't say 18 right now, 618 <laughs> acres mm-hmm. of land in uh, Rancho Mirage, California, and they're going to basically, so here's where I, why I'm worried about this, because it sounds a little like Disney's about to build a company town, because... <laughs> Because a- Amazon's doing this, right? Amazon bought land in Texas to build a giant mega facility, and then they were saying they were going to build residential space around it. This is something that's like already happened in, in the U.S. history. It happened mm-hmm. in the uh, um, Appalachia. There was this whole, I don't what was it, Black Mountain, Black Mountain Massacre or something? 
Ludlow Massacre. Ah, okay. Yes. Thank you. But here's, so here's the issue with things like company towns and one reason why this is cool. I like this. This could be a really interesting thing and go perfectly fine. However, the issue with stuff like company towns is if you have a business that owns the houses, like the land your houses are built on, you go there, you live there, you work there, right? When you have enough people, you're going to start to need infrastructure things like hospitals and doctor's offices, dentists, different stores, restaurants, churches for people who live there who are religious. And eventually you're going to need some sort of police force. Yes. Mm. So the issue becomes all of those places are built on land paid or uh, like bought by a company. And therefore, when they bring those systems in like doctor's offices and stuff like that they're on the payroll of the company so then you run into the issue of somebody who is like sick and calls into sick uh, calls into work and they're like hey i'm sick i can't work today they're like okay well we're gonna need a doctor's note go to the like go to one of the the company doctors and get checked out by them and then if they say you can't work you can't work so, so one of the one of two things is going to happen. It's either you're like they'll know if you are faking or and this I guess this is probably partially my paranoia in a way. But, you know, shit like this has happened before. They the, the company can tell the doctor to tell you you're fine. So you go to work anyways. So I don't really see that happening because they're building these all over the country. They're not just building them by the parks. Right. That's they're, Yeah. They're not going to be company towns where the employees live there they're going to be neighborhoods created by disney where you can have disney-like experiences with what they offer Mm -hmm. but people who live there aren't necessarily going to be working for disney right and i'm sure that's i'm I'm sure that that's completely true i i feel like you are completely correct i envision it very similar to margaritaville in orlando oh how they built that huge condo resort Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. people with condos just rent them out yeah and you you know what you're probably right it's just like being i i'm i'm kind of like i i really enjoy reading about history and stuff like that so seeing a company say hey we're buying a bunch of land 600 because 618 acres is a lot it's not like they're building a neighborhood they're Mm -hmm. building a town yeah like this will literally be a disney owned city and like, that's just because of history. I'm kind of like, ee, like, no, I get it. I just, I see it more of Disney expanding their portfolio. Of course. Yeah. And you know what? Like, like I said, I, I, I have a feeling that you are correct. Like, it's probably, it won't be a big deal. The only thing is it's probably going to be abhorrently expensive <laughs> to live well, I mean, it, I'm looking at the article now and it's like, all, the, all of this, of course, comes at a premium. Residents would pay a homeowners association fee as well as a voluntary club membership fee, the prices of which have not been announced. So yeah. in addition to having to buy the property in the house and paying condo, like, yeah, uh, you then and, have and the paying. monthly fees associated with it. Mm-hmm. And so, you also have to pay for like your utilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I don't yeah. imagine it'll be cheap. No. But however, it also sounds like they're going to have like shopping districts and stuff. Mm-hmm. right in the town right 
So, like, to be fair and to be on the positive side of, of it, to, my, my apprehensions aside, it does actually sound like it would be really cool. Mm. Um, it says that they're planning on building condominiums and single family homes. They're going to have a section of the uh, like certain na- entire neighborhoods will be designated to people 55 and older, which is also cool. Uh, shopping, dining, entertainment, a hotel, beach and park. So, like, the hotel being there. When it's built, it would be cool to go and stay a weekend just to be like, what is it like to Mm. live in this Disney city? Yeah, especially because it's not Disney's first foray into neighborhood building. Oh? You didn't know that? No. mm -mm. Okay. You are the Disney expert, sir. (laughs) So Disney actually has created a community before called uh, Celebration in Florida. They sold it off. They no longer own it. They haven't owned it for quite a while. Hmm. Then there's another one that I cannot remember the name of. It, it's actually on Disney World property because it's for people who want to be literally next door to the park. Uh, what? Let me see what it is. Golden Oak. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard of that one either. Is that one one that they currently own? Yes. Okay. Huh. Yeah, that one's on Disney World property. Oh. Uh, see, I like that. I like it. It's like, "Mm." it's, it's, they're not, it's not brand new to them. What they're doing is just taking what they've done and building it bigger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 618 anchors bigger. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) They're essentially going, Hey, remember celebration? Hey, you know how we have Disney Springs? Let's put the two together. (laughs) Yeah. What if we combined the two? Oh, Man, down, I could have helped you because a little further down, it says other Disney residential developments. It's like halfway down the article. (laughs) (laughs) Celebration, Florida, Golden Oak on Walt Disney World property. (laughs) You know this stuff, too. Yeah, I could have saved you time. It does say in uh, in part of the article, a little above that, actually, Disney employees whom the company calls cast members will manage the properties and curate programming and experiences for residents. Yeah, so, so it sounds like, like they'll have cast members on the properties to help manage stuff, but it's not yeah. going to be cast members live here and work here. Right. Well, it does say that they will manage the properties, so it kind of sounds like everyone who works there is going to be or uh, there will be a large amount of people who work there who are disney employees it's yeah not... but I, I see it similar to like it's like someone who uh, manages like an apartment complex they typically live in the property oh yeah okay yeah i see what you're saying it also says but you won't find mickey mouse here and there are no planned discounts or perks related to disney theme parks or products <laughs> Instead, residents will find water recreation, cooking classes, seminars on wellness or uh, philanthropic projects. So it's like they'll have some stuff for like, here's some bonuses for living here. None of it's related to our stuff, though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you live in Disney town. No Disney products. I mean, I get that because if you really want that Disney stuff, it's out there. They got multiple parks all over the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's in California, so how quick, quick Google, how far away is, where did it say? Where did it say? Rancho Mirage. Yeah, Rancho Mirage from Disney California Adventure. How long is the drive from Rancho Mirage to Anaheim? A little over two hours. 
Oh, okay. Wow, that's a little bit further than I was expecting. It does I'm say not, that it's outside of Palm Springs. I'm not too surprised given how much, you know, Anaheim built up around <laughs> Disney. Yeah, they probably don't want to waste any any space at all. Mm-hmm. No, they definitely learned from Disneyland to when you buy property to build, buy a lot. Yes. <laughs> so you can keep people out. Mm-hmm. By the way, it says that the name of this residential, they call it, they keep calling it a residential like project. It's a town. They've named it Cotino. So Cotino will have 1900 residential units and like basically anything and everything you could possibly want around your house. And the concept pictures are uh pretty dope honestly like Mm -hmm. it's some weird because this is the same with disney it is some weird mixture between hyper hyper futurism and 1950s yeah disney is a weird mishmash of those kind of periods it's it's yeah interesting it's like they took it's like they they're stuck in the 1950s but they've cranked it up and slapped modern stuff into it so it's like a modernist almost futurist version of 1950s culture and that's that's most of disney's designs which is we it it works for them because it's theirs but it's also kind of weird i'm looking at the concept art and i see hidden mickey so disney's still being disney (laughs) you're not wrong Yeah, yeah 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 you're not wrong at all Man, think about like I live here. There are the I have been informed that there are 356 hidden Mickeys around this around these 618 acres. I have to find all of them. I can't find the last one. <laughs> it's under your house beneath the foundation. You'll never find it. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. You never know. Oh man, what if the city has uh like cast tunnels underneath it? <laughs> There's just go away green doors on the sides of buildings. Man, that has the that has the potential to get real creepy real fast. Sorry, I was just trying to think of the other color because they have two. They do. Yeah, they have go away green and blend in blue. Oh, interesting. I did not know that they also had a blue. I knew mm, about. I only. I mean, I only recently found out about the green. Okay, it's to, that's cool. For, it's to allow things to blend into the skyline. I got you. Cool. Well, that's my contribution. <laughs> what do you want to talk about, Nick? I mean, I got all kinds of things I can talk about. Did you have anything in specific that you might want to hear about? I mean, well, you brought up your you 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 brought up and then opened your shopping list for Galaxy's Edge and then didn't tell us what it is. I mean, that's because there's a lot of little things on it. It's just a lot. People don't want to hear. Me. I mean, there's the big things. Obviously, I definitely plan on building a droid, building a mm-hmm. lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Gonna get stuff to go with those. That's definitely gonna happen. Okay. And then there's just little things here and there. Like I gotta get a Sabak deck. I oh, gotta get. Yeah. I gotta get the Jarek because they ha- they have a little wooden one there. They don't have the full table. Not that I could afford the full table, but <laughs> <laughs> you would try. Damn it, I might. Now, do do they have like? There's a. I know. I know. There's a better name for it, but like credit cards, like galactic credit cards. Uh yes, they have. Oh, I am blanking hard on it now. I know they're not called credit cards, but they kind of missed a mark there. No, they I could bought, have named them I credit cards. Have one on my shelf over here. Oh, because they changed the color, so I, I got, had to get one of the original color. What color were they? They were gold. Now they're silver. Oh, <laughs> downgrade. What are they called? I'm blanking so hard. Spira. Oh, the cards are called Spira. Yes. Okay. Huh. So. They're and they're they're like metallic little 
I mean, if you go online, look up Galaxy's Edge Spira, you'll get a good look at it. Okay. Here, let me, let me bring that up. Um, but they were gold, now they're silver. They're technically free, Te- but okay. also $100. Uh, okay. Because they're a gift card. Uh, so you get it. But in order to get the Spira, you have to have you have to put a minimum of $100 on it. Okay. But then you can turn around and spend that literally anywhere in Disney. Not even not just Galaxy's Edge, anywhere in Disney. It's a Disney gift card. Oh, neat. And then you get to keep the Spira. So it's technically free. Okay. You're just kind of loaning them 100 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And getting you're, it. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're getting 100 Disney dollars and they're like, "Here's a free gift card." It's I mean, it's like I will definitely spend that money anyways cuz building a droid itself is 100 bucks. Right, yeah. So you might as well transfer it and then also get the cool card. Yeah. I, I completely understand. Now, is Spira a currency or is it meant to be a device? It's it's supposed to be a currency of the universe, kind of like the galactic credits. Okay, because that's, that's what I was wondering. I remember, I, I feel like in... Correct me if I'm wrong, Star Wars man. Don't aren't there specific cards that hold galactic credits that they are they like they're they're like chips or something? Yeah, they're they're essentially metal chits and stuff. Okay, I thought there was like a um. I remembered a clear-ish kind of card with like data lines through it, and I felt like that was what holds them. So there's a lot of different currency you will see in the Star Wars universe, especially uh, in Solo. Okay, when you're watching them gambling. Oh, uh, when you're watching Han and uh, he's the only one that matters. It's his Lando. Movie. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just sort of going Billy D. Williams, Billy D. Williams. I'm like, it's not him. It's not him. That's his film. <laughs> I mean, sir, you are showing thine own ass. I guess I know Donald Glover played him. still. anywho, but mm-hmm. like on that table, there's a ton of different currencies. Okay. That's very but, cool. Yeah. They're very much. It's still coinage. In that in the Star Wars oh, universe. Okay, 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 okay. I see. The Spirit looks really, really cool though. Like that is a mm. that is I will give Disney that is a dope ass gift card, right? If not the smallest gift card I've ever seen in my entire life, it's <laughs> it's a little it's like palm sized for people who like don't have the time to look it up or have never seen. It's it is a gift card that could fit in the center of your palm. It's probably only a little bit bigger than like a U.S. dollar coin. It is a little bigger than like a standard clay poker chip. Okay, wow, that's even smaller than it looked like. Okay, well, I mean, that's a tiny gift card. Professional poker chips you find in casinos. Mmm, those babies is big. Yeah, like I, I, I've found it. Uh, lengthwise, it's the length of my pinky. Dang, dude! <laughs> I'm just staring at my own pinky. Everyone, stare at your pinky. <laughs> that's how big this is. I have an average size, <laughs> so it gives a good idea. Yeah, look at thine pinky. That is the size of money. <laughs> Galactic space money, to be exact. Now there. Okay, so I have seen. Oh, it was a while back, but there were people who were uh, what's called kit bashing their own data pad cell phone cases. Kit bashing is where you take like um like plastic model kits and take the parts off and then use it to create something new. Yeah. So you just take a bunch of different leftover model kit pieces and bash them together is basically where the word kind of comes from. Unless I'm wrong and I sound like an idiot. I know <laughs> I, that is the concept. I don't know if that's why they call it that. But they were kit bashing these phone cases so that their phones looked like data pads so that they could go in and Batu bound which is the Galactic Galaxy's Edge version of Disney bounding, where, if you do not know, it is where people wear an outfit that is 
uh, like heavily inspired by a character's costume mm-hmm. without wearing the costume because that is against Disney yeah, rules. You, you design an outfit that makes you look like you would fit in to the to Star mm-hmm. Wars universe. Right. Yeah. The Batu bounding is a lot more loosey goosey, whereas like Disney bounding is wearing maybe like a, a a red and white polka dot sundress. It doesn't. It's not Minnie's outfit, but when you look at it, you're like, that's a mini mm-hmm. dress. Yeah, Batu bounding is just very specific Star Wars. Yes. So, uh, one thing around the Obsidian Spire? Black Spire. Black Spire. <laughs> hey, man, I was close. I just used a bigger word than black. <laughs> so, Galaxy's Edge, their in-world name for it is Black Spire. It's like a trading post. Yep, it is the Black Spire outpost located on the planet of Batu. Yes. So, which is why they call it Batu bounding instead of Disney mm-hmm. bounding. Anyways. Around Galaxy's Edge, there are these QR codes, which they have designed very sleekly to look like they could just be like alien symbols or some kind of language. But they're QR codes that you can scan and you get a like a Star Wars interactive. So there were people who kit bashed their own phone cases to look like data pads so that they could walk around and feel like they were using Star Wars tech to scan those QR codes and interact with the scenery and stuff. And then Disney banned that. So you can't actually kit bash data pad phone cases anymore because they were having an issue with some people who were going for more of a like low tech or mishmash look data pad where it looked like it had been damaged and then quickly repaired. And they had like wires hanging off it of it or something and disney actually started to confiscate the phone cases that looked like data pads and i say boo to that because that ruins some fun i get it at that point it's a potential security risk right it's like i, I get it from both sides mm. i i get the security side of it I I don't disagree with their choice in that manner because you don't know what the hell it is when you look at it, honestly. And the problem with something like something as big as Disney, you have to be very strict about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they their rules are very they're big on their rules. Yeah, but you have to be very strict and very. This is the line. It's black and white. There's no middle ground because the amount of people they deal with. Right. And you're going to find the people or deal with the people, I guess, mm. who, if there's any gray, they're going to use it. that oh, to yeah. the most advantages possible. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a special phone case for the trip. It's a Beskar ingot. So, Hey, that's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> it's, I, I, I love that. And I, are you about to, are you going to bought two bound to galaxy's edge or are you just going to look all touristy? No, the, because I want to be comfortable cause it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the closest I'm going is I just I ordered a Pepsi inspired I should say Arabesh T-shirt. Arabesh is the language you see written in the Star Wars Star Wars universe. Oh, but it's a it's an Arabesh Pepsi shirt. Yeah, and since Disney only has Coke products, and I like Pepsi, I'm like this is yeah. perfect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just walk up to all of them and be like is pepsi okay <laughs> i want to see if i can find it so i can send it to you do it please i it, it turns out it, <laughs> you get it translated and the uh the people who made the shirt are also super into like meme culture and stuff and it's it's uh arabesh for beepus <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh no, believe me. I translated it to make sure. Oh, I'm sure you did. You big old nerd you. That's why you're the nerdy host. (laughs) We're both nerds. What the hell are we talking about? Last week's episode was about LARP. Yeah, I was going to say you can't exactly. uh... Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm a different nerd, but also the same because I also love Star Wars. I'm just not. I'm not caught up and I'm not as deep in it like you are. So did you, were you able to, I know that there's the like special reservation eat on the Millennium Falcon. Were you able to, or like, did you guys do that? Eat on the Millennium Falcon? What? That's. I think so. You're making things up now, buddy. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I read articles a while ago. It was when Galaxy's Edge first opened and you had to have a, you had like a timed reservation. You were only allowed to be there from this time to this time. And then you got kicked out. Are you talking about Olga's Cantina? Maybe. I don't know, man. I, uh, <laughs> now you have me questioning myself. Okay. I don't know. So, yes, we have reservations for Oga's Cantina, which is the bar okay. in Galaxy's Edge. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all flustered now. <laughs> Whatever you say, friend, I'm just listening. Uh, that was good, though. Uh, no, so you could, I mean, they have the, they have Smuggler's Run, which okay. is the Millennium the ride. ride. Then right, they have right, Rise right. of the Resistance, which is the bigger ride, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which boy, oh boy, did they spend a lot of money on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. And I've watched many ride throughs of it, and I am excited. I have, I have also read articles about that one is apparently a very disorienting ride for the lights to come on. Like if it breaks down, people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, it broke down and they turned the lights on. And uh, who boy did not like that. It's it's just one of the examples of. It shows Disney's hand. You can see how they did Oh yeah. All the stuff. And some people aren't fans of that. I personally find it fascinating to see oh, how yeah. they did what they did. Yeah, yeah. That's not that kind of stuff is cool. I, I love seeing the like behind the scene and where did you send that to? I haven't sent it yet. Okay. You because said there it is. And no, then I, like I, I had no I found thing. it, but then I had to screenshot it, open it in paint, crop it down, <laughs> save it because <laughs> The website's like, no, you can't save images. That's, ridi- that's I ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know, it's people's artwork. I understand. Yeah, but that's also still doing too much. <laughs> yeah, you've got so you, you're you've got the age of resistance, right? Rise of the resistance. Rise. Yeah. Oof. I I forgot <laughs> it. We said we just said it. So there's that one. Yes. There's resisting. There's spaceship flying. Are those the only two like rides in Galaxy's Edge? Yes. Which okay. is part of Hollywood Studios, so. Ooh, that's really cute. I like that. I like that Pepsi shirt. Right. It yeah, because it, it also looks like uh, it, like the the Tatooine Suns. Yeah, it it very much is Star Wars inspired. But looking at it immediately, your brain goes, "That's Pepsi." Yeah, that's that beepus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I had to get that. No, that's cute. I like that. And it's also very you. You dress very dad without being a dad. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. That's hey, that's <laughs> listen. I like being comfortable. Dad is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. <laughs> as long as you're not wearing socks with sandals, I think you'll be OK. Uh, no, I, I that's a line I do not cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the only thing close to that that I will ever possibly feel comfortable with is on uh, Etsy. I've seen some. Uh, like gothified Crocs where they have huge spikes on them and chains. And I'm like, ah, I kind of want it. It's stupid, but I want it. That's just one day. Oh, like, 
Oh. Yes, I, I am the person who, as we were planning the trip, I was like, we have to spend a day in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, no. If you did anything <laughs> other, I would be, I would ask if you were uh, sick. Because there's just so much to see and do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So droids we all technically have two days in Hollywood Studios. Okay. Just because one day's Galaxy's Edge, one day's the rest of the park. Which also <laughs> means if I if we don't get a spot for Rise of the Resistance or if it goes down or something, that gives us a second chance to ride it. True. Yeah. That's good thinking. What else is in Hollywood Springs? Hollywood Studios. That one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, Hollywood Studios has... So now they have Toy Story Land. Okay. Which has Slinky Dog, the roller coaster that uh, is very popular, but I don't understand. It's very short. <laughs> and when I think roller coaster, I think Cedar Point and... That is very much right. not the kind of roller coaster experience you get at Disney, especially in Toy Story Land. It's very much a it's a coaster you would take a kid on to see if they want to go on big coasters. Mm, yeah, it's a very children aimed area. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, it's a launch coaster, so it it does shoot you, mm-hmm. but it's not it doesn't like flip you at all okay. or anything. Two hours of waiting for ten seconds of ride. I mean, the ride's a little longer. And the line typically isn't as bad as Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which... Oh, sorry. An hour and a half of line and 13 seconds of ride. That better? I mean, pretty much, yeah. That's what you, that's what you get. Um, yeah, that's but, that's theme parks. But I mean, like, uh, Hollywood Studios itself, it's got the Tower of Terror, it's got Rock oh, and Roller yeah. Coaster, it's got Star Tours, mm-hmm. which isn't in Galaxy's Edge, but is, okay. it is in Hollywood Studios. Okay. Uh, it's also got uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway, Runaway Railroad. Bleh. Oh, that's one of the new ones, right? Which replaced the Great Movie Ride. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. trackless one. Okay, and that's um, that's got the new cartoon, right? Yeah, the, the characters that's, in it are styled yeah. after the new cartoons, which I like the yeah. new cartoons. I just I do too. I'm not a giant fan of the new design of Di- of Goofy. Yeah, but um, it is what it is. How much of the new show have you watched? All of it. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I've watched all of it because I also have my my child. So that that was the reason I started watching it. And then I, as an adult, was like, huh, I actually really like this. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the, because there's the main one. And then they had some, like, international shorts. Yeah. And we watched that. And then they had a Halloween special. And we watched that. Mm-hmm. So I think the peak, and, and I, I, you, you can argue this if you want. The peak goofy design in that series is the episode where he's a zombie. I'm looking it up because I'm, but oh, yep, I remember now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The bone in the nose. That's yep. <laughs> yeah, which one makes no sense, but anyway, <laughs> but two, his his design unintentionally, I I feel is really weird and creepy, just like in the normal episodes. Yeah, he's like too gangly. And they just kind of made him like weird looking. I like because I like creepy stuff. But so that that means that when they translate to him being a scary zombie, it like that design is actually really off putting. Mm. Like for a kid's show, that's actually a really scary episode design wise. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, you know, it's it's got a cute ending and stuff. It's still a Mickey episode, so it's like an, it's a happy ending, and it's really like, oh, it was a misunderstanding kind of thing. Yeah. But he's still a, a zombie and dead, and he looks horrifying. <laughs> and I actually had to like side eye my child, like, is this Goofy too scary for my kid? <laughs> no, I get it. 
I think my, my the other uh, besides that one, that was my favorite. My second favorite one is the Korean one where he and Mickey get their or he uh, uh, Mickey and Minnie. I'm sorry, <laughs> too many characters. Mickey and Minnie get their wrists connect like stuck together by mm-hmm. a lock because the episode is based around a custom in South Korea where you like put a lock on a bridge and it signifies your love or something like that. I don't speak Korean and they don't really translate. Yeah, it's it's that's the concept because it's it's you see it on bridges a lot of places right. and stuff. France does it too. I know that. Yeah. There's one in Paris. But they so before they like at the very beginning of the episode, I I liked the and I'm I'm hoping you remember the scene where he shows her that he's got the lock and stuff. And it's just kind of a back and forth of like, oh, Minnie, oh, Mickey. But it's in Korean. Mm-hmm. And it as it's flipping back and forth, it's slowly becoming more and more traditional. And, t- and it's Mickey's voice until the final, it turns and looks at him and he's got like traditional Korean outfit. And his voice is down here. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard so hard the first time. Uh, I had to rewind it because I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why did Mickey turn full-on Korean? Because that's how it works. Yeah, it's good, though. A lot of the... It, it's it's cute. The series is cute because, like, just... the uh, They have a lot of episodes where they speak in a different language. So they have, like, an Italian one and a French one. Mm-hmm. And they, like... Sh- it shows... It's the episode is based in that culture. It it very much seems like, and it probably is written by people who are in that culture or are like from or very familiar with. Because it's not just like, oh, we went here, ha ha ha, stereotypes. Like it's actually a very cool storytelling that involved in that culture. Yeah, Disney seems to be doing a lot better about that these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm a huge a huge fan of it, and I enjoy that they're doing it now while I have a small child, mm-hmm. so that she's getting to experience them showing, hey, look how cool this other world, this other part of the world's culture is. Yeah, it's a cool little thing. Or in in the the, the case of Galaxy's Edge, look at how cool this other planet's <laughs> culture is. I mean, there are other parts of the park that I'm interested in too. It's not just Galaxy's Edge. That's just like way up there. Because mm-hmm. I mean. I'm excited for Epcot because I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can drink alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh, they also finally opened Space 220. That one took years to open. What is Space 220? Space 220 is a restaurant. The concept is uh, you're eating 220 miles above the surface of the Earth in a space station. So you actually go into a space elevator, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and they have you know view screens at the top and the bottom, and you can actually watch... As you're launched up the space elevator to the restaurant. Oh, cool. And then when you're up in the restaurant, they have these windows where you're looking out in space. That's And, you know, the food's more space theme and stuff. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Not for the faint of heart or those afraid of heights. I mean, it's... You're not really going up that high. Oh, don't. Don't ruin the... Don't. <laughs> don't ruin the magic, Nick. I mean, yes, Disney built the very first space elevator <laughs> and used it for yeah. a restaurant. I mean, you know, everyone's probably, unless, uh, I mean, there's some people who think that Disney is the reason why it rains every day. People do think that Disney controls the weather. Yes, that is a yeah. legitimate thing. Yeah. And yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah. Excluding those people, <laughs> most people are going to know that you're not actually up there. However, it lo- it is intended to look as much like that as true as possible. Yeah. So I feel like if so you are definitely... afraid of heights, probably not good for it you. It very much could trigger some 
some fear heights. Yeah. Yeah. But other otherwise, yeah, you're not actually up, you're not actually up in space, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, and Epcot's home to probably one of my most favorite rides because I'm a nerd and I was living with the land. I don't know why. Oh, I love that ride. Don't get out. It's like a 12 minute boat ride mm-hmm. <laughs> for anyone who's unfamiliar. Yeah. It's a 12-minute boat ride, essentially about agriculture. Yeah, and someone recently got out and stole a cucumber. Yeah, people are dumb. (laughs) People are so stupid. Like, congratulations, you're banned from Disney. What have you earned? A cucumber. You're not keeping it. Nope. (laughs) They're like, that's our cucumber. If you look at the bottom, it says mouse. Well, fun fact, a lot of the stuff that, a lot of the food that they actually grow in the parks, in Epcot, actually they use in their restaurants. Really? So they they mm-hmm. they those are actual real crops. I, I so <laughs> the hesitation going off of how they will occasionally cycle just the lettuce that springs to mind because they do it in Mickey pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to say yes. Like I want to say they legitimately use that food, and they do actually have you know real live fish when they're talking about their aquaculture. That's really cool. That's really cool. If they do that, if they grow it and then it's like you went through the ride and when you go to eat dinner later, you might be eating some of it. Like that would be very neat. Mm-hmm. Something that I saw on TikTok that you need to try and find in Japan, in Epcot, they currently have these square wooden sake cups. So you can buy it. They'll put your name on it, but it is like wooden laced blocks in a square that is a like a cup. And then they they serve you sake with it. It's in like there's like a, a street stall. So you need to do that. Interesting. But yeah, uh, so, yes, the f- food in the greenhouse does actually it is real. It is real plants. Mm-hmm. It is grown. It is consumed. Now, they also have other greenhouses and stuff. They produce over 30 tons of produce a year. Holy crap, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've got this one, they have the land too. two, they have the people too, and it's that's got to save them money otherwise. Right. And it also lets them do all kinds of fun experiments with agriculture. Yeah. Like vertical growing. Can we have everything Mickey shaped? <laughs> I mean, they could they can and I think do grow Mickey shaped pumpkins because you can uh, once you get the start of a pumpkin, you can surround it with a hard plastic mold and the pumpkin will grow to fill that mold. Mm-hmm. So people have been doing that to get like Frankenstein face and head shaped pumpkins. It's really cool. I mean, it makes Halloween that much easier. You don't yeah. got a car if it's already prepped. Exactly. <laughs> now, the one thing I'm beyond sad about. OK, there's a couple things. One, Tron isn't open. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, because I've watched the video of that over in Shanghai, Disney, I want to say. OK, I want to say it's Shanghai and it's a clone. So it's if you watch a video of that ride, it's what you're going to get in Orlando. Awesome. But, you know, COVID really slowed everything's down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not done. That also means that the railroad isn't open, which it's it's just a classic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've read it before. If I don't ride it, it's not a huge thing. It's just one of those things that's sometimes just fun to do just because it's a classic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Old school. Uh, but Disney is conspiring against me. Oh, what did they do? So the last time I went to Disney World mm-hmm. was weeks before Expedition Everest opened. Right. Okay. So I just missed it. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what's going to be down for refurbishment the entire time we're in Disney? Oh, 
They have to it they have to find a new Yeti. <laughs> they have no, to grow listen, the Yeti. Disco Yeti is a permanent feature. You're never gonna get it. That just that 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 no. <laughs> Our Yeti's on but, vacation, that's why it's down. We we are uh, just, contractually obligated to give him one week a year vacation. It's just like one year I would like to ride that ride, damn it. Yeah, man. That yeah, that sucks. That's <laughs> I'm sorry, friend. It's just it's very poetic in a way. Yeah. You need to ride Haunted Mansion for me? Oh, I Haunted Mansion is it's it is on my list. It's like mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom is our day one. Our priority things Haunted Mansion Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, I'm blanking on another one. Like I actually already put them into the Genie Plus thing to be like, "Hey, these are what I want to see." Okay. How is Genie so, Plus? I mean, I haven't truly used it yet so who knows right but for the little <laughs> bit of the little bit of experience you've had with it does it seem like it's like a good ui it's it could use the ui could be improved mm-hmm. it's once you know what you're doing like once you play around it in a bit it becomes much more intuitive okay but it's the initial uh just looking at it going what do i do oh <laughs> there's just a lot going on with very little explanation pretty much you just I gotta see. dive in okay okay but it lets you, you know, go in and be like, our park reservation, we're in this park this day. It pulls your dining reservations, mm. so it shows those on your to-do list. Nice. And then, you know, with Genie Plus, not just the My Genie, you also get Lightning Lane. Oh, which, yeah. So at 7 a.m. every day, <laughs> I'm going to be up going, this is what we're doing. Yeah, off we go. Boom, boom, boom. Where are you staying? Uh, we were staying at Caribbean Beach. Okay. Because a lot of people hate on Caribbean Beach because it's so big, mm. which does mean that the buses take forever. But we're staying at Caribbean Beach because it is the Skyliner hub. Oh, smart, 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 smart. And the Skyliner goes to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, and we're doing two days at Hollywood Studios. So three of the days we'd be using the Skyliner. So. Okay. That's that's I'm a smart idea. Good, good thinking mm-hmm. there, friend. And then, of course, we had to set aside a day for Disney Springs. Of so course. Yep. Yep. Which is good because my my two que- my quest for you is to ride Haunted Mansion for me and visit Gideon's Gideon's for me. Yep. 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 Oh, Gideon. Literally, I have a priority list. So when we started doing all this planning, mm-hmm. <laughs> I set out very basic breakfast, lunch, dinner, just so we could get an idea of where to lay out. So when it came time to do reservations at table places, I'd know, you know where to go right like space right. to 20 man i had to fight for that reservation <laughs> eating dinner at so it is amusing eating dinner at 420 but <laughs> nice. it was literally the only reservation on that day yeah be like oh and sorry, just like it's just real hungry <laughs> <laughs> don't know why so disney springs underneath each day for each park i also made a priority list of things that we have to do mm-hmm. there's literally one thing under the priority list for Disney Springs, and that is Gideon's. Yes. <laughs> Spooky cookies. Because I've heard nothing but amazing things about their cookies. So Yeah. Snap a bajillion pictures for me. I want I want to be able to 3D map the entire interior. I'll do my best. Eventually I will go and I will satiate my black-hearted lust for a spooky bakery but until then i must live vicariously through you (laughs) let me be your eyes let me smell as you smell friend 
<laughs> I wonder if they actually say anything about what they have because they they very often you know have limited edition things that pop up on their menu and i'm curious if they Ooh. oh hey they do what is it what is it uh it is the eternal flame oh what is it deep chocolate sweet cherries burning desire oh you they got me <laughs> yep <laughs> damn right <laughs> burning desire for your black soulless body and if anyone is unfamiliar with Gideon's if you've seen pictures of a chocolate chip cookie that is 90% chocolate chip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the Gideon's chocolate chip cookie yes and the inside is filled with a lot of very un-Disney artwork because it's all like very I wouldn't say grotesque but it's also not not grotesque the whole place is black on the outside correct it's black it's got uh, gargoyles and huge doors and when you walk inside it's all like torch lit and has like skeleton paintings and a lot of these like wide-eyed creepy looking very um i don't want to say i don't want to say tim burton ask because like that's that's not the only thing you can reference but i guess that's like an okay way to look at it so disney springs because it's disney it mm-hmm. used to be downtown disney now it's disney springs it has a backstory Right. Okay. Like it used to be, used to be a town where they bottled water. Okay. So Disney Springs, Disney being Disney, decided their shopping district had to be Disneyfied. Everything had to have a backstory. Oh, of course. So the whole thing is that, it, you know, there's springs there and they bottled that spring water and sold it off. Mm-hmm. But now it's that's no longer what it is. Now okay. the buildings are still there, but other stores and stuff have moved in. And so a lot of the stores and restaurants have backstories. Ooh. And uh, is it, I'm blanking on which restaurant it is. One of the restaurants is where like the bottles actually were. And there's like this conveyor belt. It's kind of a conveyor, but it like artistically goes through the entire restaurant. Ooh, neat. And uh, Gideon's backstory, if I remember correctly, is that it's a haunted library. God, it, it gets better. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Every single thing I hear about it makes it better. I feel like I, I've heard a little bit of like its backstory and it was like whatever. Like, I think it was that. And then it was bought by like an alchemist. So like Gideon's has their actual backstory on their website. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to see if they have not their Disney one. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to DFB to find out the. Lindworm bookseller, curious books and antiquities. Ooh. That was what was there before Gideon's, quote unquote. Mm. And so there's just little homages to, by which I mean, there's like bookshelves all along the walls. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's small, unnoticeable, giant bookshelves lining every wall. <laughs> Very subtle. But yeah. So, but like, it's it's weird because. Understandably, not every place has a backstory like that Mm -hmm. because, I mean, like you have some big corporate places like but stores that you'll find out and about in the world, you know, big companies. They're not exactly going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll come in here and here's the backstory of our store. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be like, sure. Yeah, you can work your magic and incorporate your stuff into our store layout. No, 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 no. But a lot of but a good number of the stores like embrace their backstory and Gideon's very much does oh from like all God, the videos so pictures well. I've seen it it looks amazing God. 
I want it so bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, damn. That's going to be cool. I'm I'm very excited for you, friend. I, I'm happy you get to go on your Disney vacation. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are both very, very excited for it. Good. Yes. As you should be, because, you know, that's going to be a really, really good time. But uh, I think we'll we'll do an, an a post we'll do a, a post Disney episode. Maybe we'll do like if we don't do it as like our main one, because, you know, there's there's like you could probably go on and on when you get back. But maybe we'll do like a tight 30 and do like a little extra bonus episode that we toss in of just you getting to kind of unload about what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. and But then the. We'll do like a real episode next time. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of Disney when we get back. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll get we'll let you do a bonus episode <laughs> that will slide in on the off week, and then we'll do our probably final ep- LARP episode, and then we can move on to other topics and stuff. But I don't want to get too far away from the last LARP episodes mm. before we do this one, because then people will be lost. Yep. Nope. I get or it. they won't. But either way. I'd like to thank Nolan Dye for the use of our theme song, Chinaski, by his band Sad Gravity. You can find them as well as his other band, Best Sleep, on Spotify. Uh, Both awesome bands. Please go check them out. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Passionately Interested or email us at passionatelyinterestedpodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. Spread us around. Help us to grow our audience. Uh, we love doing this, and it would just make us real happy if you guys would share us with your friends. It's the nice thing to do. We do this for free. <laughs> we haven't started doing ads yet. so Maybe yeah. one day. Maybe one day. We need more people. Grow the show. <laughs> we we would uh, we'd actually appreciate it. Like. We talk big, but like you guys are already super awesome and we're very happy to have you here. Thank you everyone so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed us rambling about Disney. I There was no way that we could possibly do any other topic this episode because he has two <laughs> days before he's in Disneyland is. I'm just bouncing. Gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. There we could. There's literally no chance that we could talk about anything else. <laughs> it would just come back to Disney. Well, thanks you everyone so much for listening. I'm Curtis. I'm Nick. Did you know that Disneyland is the birthplace of Doritos? Thanks for listening.